Atheist Nomads episode 214. Stuff happened in the news. The podcast you're about to listen to includes cursing and talking about hoo-haws. Please be advised. Welcome to the episode of Atheist Nomads. I am Dustin. And joining me is Lauren. Hooray! Yay, we and have Rocco Lauren. And Rocco Taco is on my lap. And how's little baby Kylie? And baby Kylie's moving, moving and grooving. Kicking butt. Yeah. Well, kicking me. <laughs> All right. So as was warned, it was possible. This episode is kind of a day late. That is because... Day late and dollar short. We went to uh, see family. Yay. Uh, my cousin got married. And Yay. this is a cousin who, when he got out of the army after his deployment in Iraq, I helped him out with his divorce and PTSD. And then when uh, my nephew was dying of a drug overdose... He came and helped my family get through that. And this is a cousin that I've, you know, was always pretty close to. So definitely had to be there for that. And we also got to hang out with, you know, see my brother and my parents. And we stayed with Lauren's sister and, and her family. and Went to the zoo. And, and the babies. Not this, there weren't really any babies at the zoo that we got to see. We didn't get to see the polar bear babies, but, the, uh, but Emma and Chloe are cute. Yeah, it was awesome. I feel refreshed. Yeah, so we are a little bit late. Uh, we were going to record on Thursday and get this one out on time, um, but we had one cancellation, and then the person we were, had lined up for today then canceled. So, um, yeah, we're just going to go. So, uh, let's go ahead and uh, talk about, for a little bit, the upcoming series for Dustin Off the Degree. I haven't discarded that, just been kind of uh, postponing it a little uh, because uh, this this next bit's going to take a lot of work, and we've been quite busy. So it's still a couple weeks out, but do want to give you a little uh, little teaser that we will be talking about various Christian rites and practices and comparing them across different denominations and religions. So like when we get to baptism, we will not only cover baptism within the different forms it's done in Christianity, but also Judaism and Islam, if that actually ends up being appropriate. Hinduism does baptism. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, communion will be a fun one because it's different in... Uh, there, there's quite a few different versions of how that's handled. Uh, and uh, I think it'll be a, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, so that's, that's coming up soon. Uh, but today is going to be just... Light. We're going to try to keep it light. Yeah. We will see how we do with that. Uh so, we are going to start off with some politics. The U.S. Science Envoy. Yes, we had a s- official State Department Science Envoy. He resigned from the Trump administration. <laughs> Saw that coming. A open letter. And if you read the first letter of each paragraph and read that down, it spells out the word impeach. So much better than resist. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole lot of people who are dropping out of the administration. Pretty much anybody with a sense of intelligence. Well, what's what's even, I think, even more interesting, the ones that are dropping out are the ones that are starting to actually push back. Uh, Rex Tillerson was in the middle of an interview, and he was asked about the president's views on something. And he shared his own views and said the president speaks for himself. Boom. There is some alleged leaked footage of uh, Defense Secretary Mathis talking to some soldiers, um, telling them 
you guys are the best and are handling uh, making the world fear us and, and respect us from that standpoint. And unfortunately, we are failing at inspiring the world and that he hopes that will come back. Yeah, that will come back as soon as we have, okay, probably a second new president. Yeah. Uh, Pence won't be much better. No. But, um, you know, yeah, he's he's come out in direct opposition of Trump a couple of times. Uh, most recently, he has put a, a pause on the transgender mm-hmm. um, ban, saying that he wants to have a thorough study of it, which is what he did when uh, the rule that allowed transgenders to openly serve was implemented. He also paused that for more research. Mm-hmm. So this guy seems to be very thorough, but um, he emphasizes the fact that he will base a decision on whether or not it affects the military's readiness and ability to do its job. Yep. And based on most studies so far, uh, the, the cost of the transgender community's uh, medical issues is negligible. Yeah, we're talking... $8 million out of... The defense Several, budget's, what, like a trillion? A trillion. Or at least and in the that, hundreds of uh, billions. its effect on readiness is, is again, negligible. So I, yeah. there's really no reason to do it. We're talking not even a few thousand service members total. Yeah. So the effect that has on readiness is, is nil. But somebody had to come out and make a big political statement and throw a temper tantrum on Twitter. Yeah. So now they have to waste time figuring this out. Yeah. Grumpy dumpy. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah total, uh, you know, raise a fist for the guy, for the science envoy. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Clark County in Washington. Uh, it is, for those of you who aren't familiar with, with the counties of, of Washington. Um, Which is everybody besides Washingtonians and you. It is one of the counties of the Portland metropolitan area. Um, oh. It's home to Vancouver battleground that's right number of cities there so we we've talked about about clark county before a couple times before when they uh they put in god we trust up on the the walls of the chamber right above where the commissioners sit it's always city councils isn't it uh yeah yeah in this case county council but same difference uh and a friend of the of the show robert ray he went to that took part in, in trying to protest that Sam Mulvey went down for a, a demonstration. Um, it's it's it, it was kind of a little bit of a big deal, at least within the the atheist community in the Northwest. And so now they are working on new inv- invocation policies. Uh, this all started w- in 2013 when they started inviting local clergy, clergy to offer invocations, and they have been working in recent months on reducing the amount of staff time spent on it and making it more inclusive. So the new guidelines allow groups or individuals, quote, having no religious affiliation to offer a brief statement or reflect on the gravity of the moment, seek peace for the nation, wisdom for its lawmakers, and justice for its people, or generally appeal to universal values of our country. Yeah, why are they even doing this? Why are they wasting taxpayer money on even having these moments at all? It's not like they've been doing it for 50 years. And even if they have been doing it for 50 years, why waste your time on that? Uh, 
because they need something to twiddle their thumbs for. <laughs> yeah, it's this is this is nice to see. This is a step forward. Um, much better would just be eliminating the invocations altogether. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. It is a step forward uh, versus the people who buckle down and say that they only want Christians. Yeah. So you know, there's a flip side to that coin. Oh, and heck, even if they they want to make themselves look like good Christians. They could just walk in, have a seat, bow their each individually who wants to, bow his or her head, say a quick prayer, and then move on with the meeting. But nope, that's not good enough. Can, I, can you imagine some just random like homeless person coming in and doing an invocation? <laughs> or or some citizen who just goes in and starts rambling about their neighbor that annoys them? <laughs> Now, uh, this also does allow groups or individuals to request a moment of silence instead of the invocation, which if you live in Clark County, please, everybody request a moment of silence. <laughs> yeah. Write in, put in the request, go through the process, eliminate it. Yeah. Yeah. If they're going to have these guidelines in the first place, might as well. Um, a moment of silence is what? A minute? That's, 10 that's seconds to a minute. Yeah. You know, once people start getting weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, wasting, you know, five minutes on a speaker to talk about nothing is kind of bleh. Yeah. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. But overall, this was this was good. Uh, we previously talked about Coach Joe Kennedy, former Coach Joe Kennedy, um, formerly of Bremerton High School football. And he was doing prayers at the 50-yard line after every game bringing players up to the 50-yard line to pray with him. And he was ordered to stop by the district. He continued to. They suspended him. When he got to go back and play again, he did it again. So they fired him. And this is now working its way through the courts. And he lost his initial case in district court. It's gone to the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, who has also ruled against him. Yeah, this is a really good case of somebody buckling down on a, a very obvious losing case. He knew he knew what he was doing was disapproved of. He did it anyway. Got himself fired. Now throwing a tantrum and dragging dragging other people through a court system that this shouldn't even be an issue. Right. Yeah. He claims that his his constitutional and civil rights were violated by being told he couldn't pray. And it made him feel dirty because he had to break his covenant with God. No, no. He was acting as an official of the state and he was coercing minors into forced religious observances. That is wrong. It is unconstitutional. And he is losing. Yeah. So, yeah. Screw you, Kennedy. That's good. That's some good news. Yeah. Uh, every year, presidents uh, have been holding annual conference calls. Well, obviously, if it's every year, it's annual. Uh, but anyway, I've been holding conference calls with uh, top rabbis. and Not the... those icky bottom-of-the-barrel rabbis. <laughs> well, rabbis from, at least at the point of the article that we're working off of, from four major Jewish organizations, decided to go ahead and pass on this call very publicly all because of trump's response to charlottesville 
Yeah, that was a big old thanks, no thanks moment from the Jewish community. Um, totes respect on that. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he screwed up. Man, if he has done anything in this um, presidency that hasn't like shot himself in the foot as bad as Charlottesville. Like, heck, at this point, I'm surprised his son-in-law hasn't quit. Right? <laughs> his Jewish son-in-law. Because the weird thing is, white supremacists don't like Jews. So uh, I'm not racist. I'm anti-Semite. Yeah. It's like, dude, thin line. Yeah, yeah. If, if you don't like white people, or excuse me, if you don't like people who aren't white, but you also don't like people if they're Jewish, um, yeah, you, you're, you're just an asshole. Yeah, racism is a nice catch-all term for that anyway. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just, okay, you're yeah. racist. Uh, it may be... It, uh, splitting hairs as to whether or not you're actually racist against a particular race, but for dropping a normal conversation, yeah, you're a racist. Yep. Um, and Trump has shown that he is, if he himself is not a racist, which most people believe is true, um, he at least is pandering to that base, which is, I I would be devastated if I was like part of his family, mm-hmm. um, both like, son-in-law and daughter. Yeah, and, and so like. Now, I, I honestly, at this point, I don't think Trump is racist or misogynist. He's misogynist. He is purely and completely narcissistic. I think he absolutely and wholeheartedly hates everyone who is not him. Yeah. And it just so happens that it is earning him points to focus that hate on women and minorities. So he is doing that. But I I think he is such a loathsome person that he is an equal opportunity hater and he will hate loudly whoever benefits him to hate and will hate quietly everyone else. Yeah, that's true. Um, His his history with women's relationships is definitely... Uh, stronger than his relationship with white white supremacy. Mm-hmm. So I would I would still label him. A, uh, oh yeah, he is a racist. He is a misogynist. He is an asshole. But I think above all else, he is a narcissist who hates everyone not named Donald J. Trump the yeah. first because he obviously seems to hate Donald Trump Jr. He doesn't. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, he. I, I think he does. Uh, he seems to hate half of his children. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go so far as to say that, but there definitely seems to be a, um, if he had to sacrifice himself for the sake of his children, he probably maybe won't do it. But yeah, so that's great. Um, it's, I can't believe anybody who is Jewish is supporting him at all at this point. Doggy break. Oh, and I do definitely want to make sure that it's clear that Yes, Trump is a racist asshole. I was attempting to be funny. It fell flat. No. <laughs> That's okay. Today's a flat kind of day. Yeah, I, I am I am totally not feeling it, but... It's so flat we should have had pizza. But no, we had to have delicious fajitas instead. Yeah. I Faj- love you. Fajitas and salad. It's delicious. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, Lauren, what is the new amazing news from NASA? This has been um, shared on a couple of podcasts already, but it is so funny that I I couldn't, I almost couldn't explain it to Dustin 
without tears rolling down my cheeks. <laughs> okay, so according to reflectionofmind.org, NASA, okay. NASA confirmed Earth will experience 15 days of darkness in November 2017. Uh, anybody who knows anything about astronomy is probably thinking, okay, what would cause a 15-day blackout? And this is a... The Earth will experience it. Yeah, the Earth will. Right. So not uh, just we'll have darker days in November or... No, this was... Gnome will get darkness. Nope. The entire Earth. So uh, anybody who knows anything knows that this isn't really possible without the sun actually going out and us dying. Well, and actually just straight up... Or a volcano erupts and is, covers the Earth and we will... And how right. we have darkness that way. And then we have darkness for three years. Uh, heck, even... If the sun was dying out, that's not how the sun dies. The sun dies by getting brighter and then eating the earth. Uh, yes. Okay, so the article goes on to oh, yeah, explain sorry. that according to experts, this blackout will be caused by an astronomical event between Jupiter and Venus. So it is important to know that <clears throat> there, are, there are other planets between Jupiter and Venus. So mm-hmm. the fact, the idea of them interacting in any direct way without affecting the other planets. Like, you know, Earth. Earth. Bullshit. Um, quote, there was even a detailed thousand page document written by Charles Bolden, head of NASA, explaining the strange events to officials at the White House. No such document exists, but these guys are going to go ahead and go with it. Okay. Uh, Bolden does exist. Yes. Yes. Bolden so, does exist. So, okay. Here, here's the things that are correct so far. We have a sun. November is a month. There are at least 15 days in November. Yes. Earth, Venus, and Jupiter are all planets. They are, in the same solar system even. Yep. NASA is a part of the government, and Bolton is the head of NASA. Okay, so, so far, they've hit a lot of of true points. Really good, clean True points that have yeah. nothing to do with what they're reporting on. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what they say that uh, the specific period, Jupiter and Venus will come in close proximity of each other, which is one half of the statement, and will be separated by just one degree. So if they're getting closer to each other, how does that change what they look like in the sky? It doesn't. If you see Venus and Jupiter getting closer together in the sky, that does not mean they are physically becoming closer to each other. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, heck, that happens all the time. I mean, Venus will line up with Jupiter all the time. That's yeah. very cool to well, watch. Especially but. since two points, and those are the two brightest planets in the sky. When they're out, they are the brightest objects in the night sky, other than the moon, of course. And if they make two points, they will be in a straight line. Because you can always draw a straight line between two points. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, okay, this is where it starts to get crazy awesome, though. Venus will move to the southwest of Jupiter, and as a result, it will shine ten times brighter than Jupiter. Venus's bright light will heat up the gases in Jupiter, causing a reaction which will release an absurd amount of hydrogen into space. Okay. Following me? Okay, so, its position in the sky... Not in the actual solar system, but in the sky. Okay, so that they're saying matters yes it'll become brighter because of its position in the sky yes and that brightness will heat up the gases on jupiter so again we're moving from proximity in the sky to physical distance in the solar system which are two completely separate and unrelated things and uh light 
will heat up gases in Jupiter. That's amazing. So anyway, it'll well, shoot and, out. And planets don't shine. They reflect. I know. Light doesn't do that. Okay. So even tiny, if, if tiny Venus bits, was but... reflecting 15% brighter than normal, or even 15 times more light than normal, directly at Jupiter, that is still basically zero compared to the amount of light from the sun that is always shining on Jupiter. Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. So it expels a bunch of hydrogen. Jupiter does. This hydrogen will travel across the solar system and reach the sun, and a massive explosion is bound to occur on the surface of the sun, increasing the temperature to more than 9,000 degrees. Over 9,000! Okay, okay, okay. What's the average temperature of the sun? Hell of a lot hotter than that. Yes. It's in the millions. It fluctuates more than 9,000 degrees, probably on a daily basis. Wow. Okay, okay. So, one of the things I think is the most absurd with this is that they use a Dragon Ball Z meme. All of <laughs> if all of Jupiter collided with the Sun, it would be irrelevant. <laughs> uh, it, it might cause a solar flare, maybe. Maybe that's little... uh, that would be the extent of it. And if a stream of gas was expelled from Jupiter towards the Sun, it would take billions of years for it to actually go into the Sun. XKCD did a recent piece you know, a few months back, on how hard it actually would be to hit the sun with an object. <laughs> you get trapped in its gravity, and you just orbit it forever. Hence the solar system. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the this massive uh, change in temperature of 9,000 degrees will cause the sun to change its color into a blue shade. Once this happens, the sun will need a minimum of 14 days to restore its normal color and temperature. Okay. And that explains the darkness on Earth. Blue light is actually brighter than white. Uh wow. And then according to what uh, Bolden supposedly said in this fake document that was never found, uh, quote, we do not expect any major effects from the blackout event. The only event effect this event will have on Earth is an increase of six to eight degrees in temperature. The polar cap will, most, will be mostly affected by this. No one should worry much. This event will be similar to what Alaskans experience in the winter. Except they experience not getting sunlight, not getting blue light. And in the winter in Alaska, it gets cold, not hot. Warmer. Oh my gosh. So yeah, the reflect of mi- reflectionofmind.org. And uh, they, they bought the whole NASA thing, you know, hook and all. It was... And this has been floating around the interwebs. I saw it on Facebook and thought, nobody believes this. And uh, lo and behold, I found somebody who did. And their explanation is so awesome and outrageous. Okay, so I suspect this started out as a joke. I certainly hope so. I hope somebody's trolling hard. People took it seriously. Um, If it's not trolling, it totally sounds flat earth. Right, people who just don't know what they're talking about right just making shit up like the position of the sun in the sky or the planets in the sky the short distances required for stuff to get to uh the the sun things not orbiting around the sun 
the low temperatures, that all totally sounds like flat earth to me. What what got me on this one and what made me laugh so hard I almost couldn't read it the first time was um, the 9,000 degrees. What an arbitrary number. 9,000 degrees. They couldn't have chosen a number that would actually make a difference. They chose a minuscule number that people are bound to equate with the Dragon Ball Z meme. And it just doesn't work. Oh, it's so... So whoever tr- whoever made this, I mean, I applaud you. This is great. This is great entertainment for the people who actually fell for it. Um, or for the, those of us who are watching people fall for it. It's like every couple months, there's always a new supermoon theme. Or Mars is going to be as big as the moon. Or, I mean, there's... Yeah. It goes on. And... Anybody who took basic high school astronomy should know that this stuff is just absolute bollocks. Now, what's what's crazy is, along with white supremacy being more in the forefront as bigots aren't, don't think they need to hide in the shadows, um, flat earthers. Coming out of nowhere. Yeah. And who on earth is going to trust a basketball player over thousands of years of science? This is, okay, yes, the Electoral College did elect Donald Trump president. That was a ridiculously silly thing to do. <laughs> that was silly, America. Silly thing to do. Very silly. Knock it off. I, I, got, I got scolded by a three-year-old for saying stupid. Oh, yes, you're not allowed to say stupid in front of three-year-olds. It's silly. Yep. So, yes, that was a silly thing for America We're to do. We're just lucky we didn't drop the F-bomb. And... <laughs> come on what the fuck yeah see f-bomb this is if you are that stupid there's no helping you i i am sorry that our educational system failed you so much they probably went to private school and spend 15 minutes a day if you are that stupid spend 15 minutes a day on wikipedia oh that's that's actually good advice for everybody let's do that watch cosmos yeah uh Open a nonfiction book. Just open it. Look at the pictures. Yeah. Oh, Uh, man. Okay, so I think we're done with that one. Sorry, that was our big rant of the evening. It just was too funny to pass up. And I think it's time for a break. Yes. Atheist Nomads is probably brought to you by Archway Hosting. Check out their low-price, full-featured hosting solutions at archwayhosting.com. That's A-R-C-H-W-A-Y Hosting. Dot com. Frank's awesome. Yep. Yep. Yay. Frank. We've been arguing a little bit more on, on Facebook lately, but it's He's, been fun. But yes, that's been good. And uh, we are also brought to you by listeners just like you. You can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash atheist nomads or looking for the link on the right hand side of the page. We love you. If you do, we'll still love you even if you don't. Aww. Uh, but also with Getting, but we will love you more if you oh, yeah. do. And with the uh, the the recent um, guest panelists we've had, uh, we have had lots of bonus content. Yes. It, it turns out you put me in front of a microphone, and I love talking. And you add a comedian who loves talking, and there's a whole lot possibly of possibly another comedian who loves talking. Yeah. Then you get a whole lot of patron-only content, and it is hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think we've really hit something on these comedians. 
Yeah, yeah. Since most most of them are atheists anyway. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, uh, this we this plenty. week is the uh, atheist comedy special in uh, Boise. Um, for those of you who are in the area, Thursday and buy Sunday, because they will be sold out. And we will have links to the tickets in the show notes. And I am pointing down below. This is not YouTube. This is a podcast, although it is on YouTube, but not with video, so you can't see me pointing. So there's all that. Yeah, links are in the show notes. Buy tickets. If you're in Boise, come to the Atheist Comedy Experience. Oh, that... I thought I had more news than that. That was it, sir. Huh. Okay. We're going to go ahead and skip straight to the feedback. Yes, we have some feedback uh, from Tomas at Full Metal Camera at Atheist Nomads. There are left... Oh, he is at Full Metal Camera. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, at Atheist Nomads, there are left-leaning skinheads. They are called Redskins, and they hate Nazis with a passion. That is cool, except for I would confuse that with the Native American slur. Yep. That's probably part of the point. And yes, there are left-leaning skinheads. There are Republican atheists. There are dogs who get along with cats. These things do exist. They just um, aren't very many. But the red skin thing, that's new. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't heard that before. Very interesting. Thank you, Tomas. And from Randy Lamanda, that's at Randy Lamanda on Twitter, at Atheist Nomads, sound like Cogdis interview the same Republican atheists y'all did. They didn't play it, but went off on it. We're going to have to listen to that. <laughs> we'll download that and listen to it, because if, if, they, if we held back, it doesn't sound to me like they did. Well, they didn't even play the interview. It's because, well, I'll just keep my, I'll just, I'll just quiet down. No, right no, I, I, what, I, what <clears throat> I will say, and this is funny that we keep getting more and more about that interview. Uh, we've gotten more feedback about that interview than anything else ever. Ever. So obviously pissing you guys off is the right thing to do. I think we lost a couple patrons because of it, but... I really hope that that wasn't the case because that's not the normal show. <laughs> if we were going to start doing that on a regular basis, yes, drop us. Feel free to. But um, come back because <laughs> we have comedians on the show now. Uh, but that with that interview... Uh, the original plan was to have like 10, 15 minutes for the regular show. And I thought it was so fascinating the way her brain worked that I put as much of the rest of it into the regular show as I could. Seriously, the fact that cognitive dissonance actually did it was perfect because that is the that's the term that we would use for her yeah. trampoline skills and jumping around and trying to... Um, Make her point sound valid. Right. And uh, I, I, yeah, didn't really feel the need to point out ridiculous things all the time because, yeah. Self-explanatory. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, that yeah, we'll have to check you that out. You guys got it. You were smart enough. You got it. Yeah. So that's, that was good. We have started our binging of season seven of Game of Thrones. Um, so I am going to unapologetically uh, cut this one short. Um, I had specifically started picking stories for Mikey Pullman since I knew that we would need to, you know, packing more in means tons and tons of patron only content and skipping some stories. So I didn't bother putting a whole bunch in and uh, yeah, that's all we have for this week. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week, uh, releasing Tuesday night uh, because of the Labor Day holiday. And uh, we will see you or talk to you then. And give us feedback. Let us know if you like the direction that the show is going. If you do, maybe throw in an extra buck a month. Um, if you don't, let us know. And uh, we'll fiddle. 
We'll fiddle with it. Mm-hmm. We're fiddlers. Yeah. Yep. Not championship fiddlers. But <laughs> that's your cousin. That's my cousin. But yes, we are fiddlers. And yeah, her cousin is actually like he wins fiddle contests regularly. Woo-hoo, shout out to Luke Price. He's 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 pretty awesome. Foundation Bound Belief is raising money to help support the recovery efforts for the flooding in Texas uh, with the hurricane. And you can find out more. There's a link in the show notes to the fundraising page at Foundation Beyond Belief. Or just go to foundationboundbelief.org. And all that remains is to remind you that not all those who wander are lost. Thank you for listening to another episode of Atheist Nomads. You can find show notes and contact information at atheistnomads.com. Follow us on Twitter at Atheist Nomads. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atheistnomads. Please subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcatcher of choice. And while you're there, feel free to leave us a review. Theme music is courtesy of Sturdy Fred. Until next time, this has been the Atheist Nomads.